0: welcome to you guys five movies this is one of your co-hosts chris Gasper. this is frank Pellicone. you were listening to the spin chagrin episode 15 and the category tonight is a movie featuring skateboarding so frank uh, after a week what did you come up with um okay so
1: much like several of the other spin chagrins uh there's more than just one movie um, and i'll explain the reasoning why as i go through the movies and i think the way i'm going to do it is i'm going to talk about <clears throat> what my initial choice was and then um, two other follow-up choices okay. uh, but it'll be the initial choice that gets the spin chagrin. okay um so friend of the podcast avid listener uh, chris Heil sent you some feedback um about some some ideas for skateboarding movies i'm personally a big fan of skateboarding movies like i usually like them a lot um at least the more famous ones um i like gleaming the cube a lot as a kid um i liked uh you know dogtown and z boys um there's a movie called mid 90s that's pretty heavily involved skateboarding that i liked a lot um so the first movie that i thought of was a movie that i've had kind of on my my watch list for a little while now um it is uh, 2021's north hollywood Um, directed by Mikey Alfred, uh, who's a guy that was involved in um, mid-90s starring uh, Ryder McLaughlin, who's the the main character and then Vince Vaughn as his dad and Miranda Cosgrove as his love interest Miranda Cosgrove being Carly from the iCarly series on Nickelodeon, uh, something that I watched very much of when my son was like eight or nine years old um so this movie is about a kid who athletic um does decent in school but his big desire is to become a professional skater so his whole life is revolved around skating and um trying to impress pros that are hanging out at his local skate park uh he has these two best friends who he's grown up with his whole life, and they're both skaters as well. But neither one of them is really as talented or dedicated to the idea as he is. Um, so the movie is basically him, and really this kid. It's it's a really interesting role because I think it's I think the performance is pretty excellent, but you hate this kid a lot of the time, like and not hate him in the sense that he's necessarily a bad person he's just super egotistical and really obtuse to the feelings of others um much to like in deference to his own i don't know how you would say it like his own egotism and the idea that he feels like like he has this one destiny and that's the only thing that is satisfactory to him and Mm -hmm. Um, the Vince Vaughn character as his father is really interesting because he played as a guy who very blue collar Um, his dad was his his father was uneducated Um, he became a carpenter because it was a way for him to earn money and take care of his family Um, the mother died at a young at died young while um, I can't remember what this kid's name is Um, Michael is the main character when Michael was young. His mother died, so his father kind of raised him. But his father's worked his whole life with his hands, and this is something that you know Michael doesn't want. Like he wants to earn his living, like you know, by being a skater. Vince Vaughn wants him to go to college because he sees no future in him being a pro skater. Um, his one friend has been accepted to college, uh, and, and it's just skating for fun. And his other friend really just kind of wants to hang out and goof around, and um. So the whole movie is kind of just about him sort of trying to realize his dream and then alienating everybody in his life by trying to realize his dream. And then sort of having a come to Jesus moment with himself where he realizes that he cares about these people. And even though he doesn't want to give up on his dream, it doesn't mean that he has to abandon all the people that are in his life. And so there's some really good moments with really, fucking amazing scenes with him and Vince Vaughn I mean this is one of Vince Vaughn's best performances in a really long time I think um especially kind of playing against type because he's really just uh this blue-collar dad that's just trying to look out for his kid and doesn't doesn't understand like necessarily how to do that in a way that's uh soft or tender um Mm -hmm. it's more of like a, a tough love um I can't really understand like why his son is so obsessed with this idea of something that he feels is like an untenable dream. Sure. Um but the cool thing about the movie is that he does eventually, you know, he gets in with the pro skaters and he learns some lessons about his own just sort of immature behavior and kinda how to how to be an adult, sort of, and the fact that realizing like following your dreams isn't just about having your dreams it's about like working hard and putting forth the effort to do what you need to do to um to achieve them and not everything like fits neatly together but there's some good resolution with him and like the other characters in the movie um it's just it's a really good small character study about something that you normally don't see movies about you know and Mm -hmm. um he's not like he's not a hero in the sense that he's particularly cool or anything. I mean, he's very awkward. He makes a lot of mistakes when he talks and in the way he approaches situations, but they also let him learn from those situations. Like he's, and it's not like an, it, it's never easy for him. Like he doesn't earn things. The movie doesn't put him in a position where he's just successful because it needs him to be successful as a plot device like it feels genuinely earned as a as a character study and it's really a really pretty fascinating job Um, i don't know this kid from anything and he doesn't have an immediate entry on wikipedia so i didn't look him up on indib um he's i assume he's some sort of like legitimate skater uh because he does all of his own skate stunts and he's pretty talented um actually all the uh skaters in the movie do a good job um But it's just really like, again, it's a small movie. There's not a lot of drama outside of just these small interpersonal relationships, but uh, very entertaining, very well done. Um, Frustrating at times because you just want this kid to like wise up, Um, but really satisfying at the end when he kind of of achieves that moment of clarity and you sort of see like a path to success for him. So uh, not really anything bad to say about it. Uh, Pretty well filmed. Um, again, it's like a cast aside from Vaughn and Cosgrove. There's not a lot of name actors in it. Um, I don't even know who plays. Let me look it up because I might, might know him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know modern skaters. The only person I know is this guy, um, Nico Haraga, uh, plays Michael's best, like one of the best friends, <clears throat> was in that fuck who directed that movie it's called moxie i think i told you about it last year
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: um another coming of age story uh, not as good as this i don't think Amy polar maybe is that who directed that movie or who was the creative force behind it um so he's in that and he plays the love interest in that and he's a skater in that movie too so i guess he's an actual like professional skater slash actor yeah, uh, but he does a good job amy
0: polar here mm-hmm.
1: um but again just really well done movie well acted heartwarming at times frustrating at times it's a coming of age movie that doesn't pull punches really like it's not saccharine or you know there's no like cloying characters in it cosgrove um really good actress that i don't know gets as much credit as she's due because of the iCarly stuff but she's She's pretty talented and I'm always curious to see like what she does. So, so that's North Hollywood and definitely recommended. Um, It was a movie I thought about putting on the fresh five because I just liked it so much, but uh, I wanted to talk about it here because I think, um, I think there's other movies that'll go on the fresh five that maybe I like a little more uh, and that are, have a lot more to talk about. I'm pretty much done talking about this movie.
0: Well, I mean, just, this sounds like something I, I could still enjoy even if I'm not in the skateboarder as a drama yeah, the drama takes precedence over the skateboarding mm-hmm. like some
1: sometimes you watch i don't want to call them extreme sports movies but sometimes you watch movies that are about like a central theme that involves some kind of sport <clears throat> and the sport takes precedent over any kind of like actual character development or anything but this this is not that i mean this is much more a coming-of-age drama than it is a skateboarding movie even though skateboarding is the central you know plot device that kind of ties everything together and this kid's desire to be a pro skater um but yeah i i think you would enjoy it it's free on prime so anybody that's a prime membership if you have you know a little bit of time and like an hour and a half or hour and 40 minutes whatever to devote um i would recommend watching it Mm -hmm. so
0: can we just really quick mention too like it really feels like after you talk about this that vaughn's having a kind of like midlife Renaissance in some ways in the past five years with the roles he's taking on and seemingly kind of knocking it out of the park yeah he's much more uh he's much
1: he's grown into he's grown to accept roles that are different than what he would have accepted 20 years ago right and I think he's worked past being typecast as Smarmy, you know, kind of jockey, pretty boy character, like what his, you know, in um, swingers and maid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for a long time he was sort of—I don't know if "typecast" is the right word—but I think that there was definitely a perception of Vince Vaughn that he was only kind of limited in what he could do to these comedic roles or <clears throat> hipster kind of movie roles, and he's definitely got. really broad range and i mean again he's probably the best part of this movie he's really fantastic in it and there's just this hard worn like humanity to him Mm -hmm. um and you can always tell that he loves his kid and they never make him out to be an asshole like they don't take the easy way out and make him like abusive or anything like he's really just trying to teach his unrealistically egotistical child, some life lessons that I think because he had to work so much, you know, that's, that's the characters. He just never had the time to devote to being able to nurture this kid. So he's trying to teach him as much as he can. And it's one of those things where, and it's something that, I mean, fortunately I never had to feel this as a parent because Frankie always did really well in school, but you know, your kid gets to be 16, 17, 18 years old and is getting ready to move into the real world like go to college and four years away from possibly being in the workforce and you start to think did I teach this person everything that they need to know did I put this person in a position where they can be successful and Mm -hmm. Vaughn really does a fantastic job of kind of selling that um that emotion and that uh just really that it's 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 a really earned performance and it's um it's really good so i would definitely recommend watching it if nothing else for um the performances of leads even his friends like that nico kin and then um his other friend is played by uh aramis hudson uh playing Adolf, and he's another one that's just um it's a really good performance um trying to think of what it reminds me of in a lot of ways like i wish that I would say also, if you haven't seen Mid 90s, which is another skateboarding movie that'll be on a list at some point, like you definitely need to watch that movie because it's another amazing coming of age drama uh, directed by
0: Jonah Hill. Um, yeah. And the really, guy that directed this was a producer on Mid 90s. Mm-hmm, so, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, definitely, it all, it all, they, they both of these movies capture the feel of Preteen teenage years. Um, it's something that I've mentioned before, like talking about uh, Dazed and Confused that I really feel is true. Um, but yeah, so really good movie. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I watched this movie and I really hadn't decided yet. Is this going to be a fresh movie? Because that was my first inclination is this is something that we could talk about on the fresh Five? but I really, I wanted to make sure that the movie that we talked about here was something that was worth talking about. Um, so I, I'm sitting there thinking and I'm like looking at thrashing on prime. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I've ever seen Thrashing. Like, it feels to me like I never, like, fully watched this movie. Mm-hmm. So, Sunday afternoon, I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch Thrashing. So, I put Thrashing in and I believe I've seen small bits of Thrashing at different points in my life. Okay. But I had never watched it in its entirety. So, sat down and watched Thrashing on Sunday. And uh, let me tell you, not a very good movie. But, <laughs> it's a lot of fun um so thrashing is uh josh Brolin' um vehicle uh, where he plays the leader of a gang of fuck i forget the name of their gang their gang of like skateboarding enthusiasts the ramp locals yeah the ramp locals thank you mm-hmm. um so they go to hollywood because they're going to participate in this skate competition and they run afoul of the daggers which is the punk skate team um who wants them to fail and you know is out to stop them and they end up burning their half pipe um at one point and um so anyway so brolin breaks his arm and they don't know if he's going to be able to compete uh, he falls in love with the leader of the daggers' sister, and that pisses the leader of the daggers off. But Brolin finally sucks it up and it's like, I'm going to the skate competition, and the sister had gotten on a bus to go back to Omaha or wherever the fuck they're from, and she's like, No, I got to get off and hitchhike back to the skate competition to support my boyfriend because I love him. <laughs> and here's the thing: is like, I am. I'm a fan of, I guess, like freestyle and like pipe skate. I don't know if those are the correct terms for somebody, Orion or other Chris can correct me, you know, if I'm wrong. But I like like the half pipe um, skate, like freestyle, like where they do tricks up and down the half pipe. Mm -hmm. And I just like the freestyle skate in you know, like a skate park, like an empty pool or whatever, where they're doing, you know, where they grind, they do like grinds and ollies and <clears throat> whatever, like tricks in there. I'm, I'm not a fan of just skateboarding on a street in like a, whatever. And this movie, the culmination of this movie is a downhill skate luge, which is a race of like 40 people. The, the Hollywood Massacre, I think is what they call it, where they're all skating downhill so it's the most boring shit and it's meant to be super exciting like oh who's gonna win but -hmm. you know who's gonna fucking win so there's no real like tension to it Mm -hmm. so brolin wins and he's he went number one he wins a thousand dollars like the most bullshit prize ever but he earns the respect of the leader of the daggers and he's like your boyfriend's got some pretty sweet moves and that's like the culmination of the movie. And then, you know, fist pumps in the air. So um, thrashing, thrashing is very much an 80s movie. Uh, there's a funny anecdote about our personal lives with thrashing. Um, so Chris and our friend uh, Dave for one summer played Windjammers on Dave's main cabinet, like obsessively. Uh, and if you're not familiar, Windjammers is a Top down one v one game. I guess you can play two v two, right? It's two on two or one on one. No, it's one on. I think only one one on one. one. Yeah, where you pick some ridiculous like caricature from a country. Mm -hmm. So there's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger German guy, and there's the uh, like Sting the professional wrestler American guy, and they all have different moves. Yeah, and it's just it's it's air hockey basically with special (laughs) moves where you're trying to throw a disc. Into the other person's goal by bouncing it off of walls and doing trick shots and stuff yeah it's an amazing game it is. but these these two gentlemen were obsessed with this game and would talk about playing it all the time and i think that we were having some sort of party at your house and when we used to have parties i would make um i draw so i would make promotional posters for them so the promotional poster for this one party was an imitation of the thrash poster. Um, but with Chris and David and the thrash poster says
0: hot, hot, wild, reckless, totally insane.
1: Yeah. Hot, reckless, totally insane. Yeah. And so I did a picture of David. Um, so it's Josh Brolin on a skateboard, like riding towards your field mm-hmm. of vision with um the love interest in the background like airbrushed and looking all sultry and then further away there's like other riders coming behind him ah fuck i gotta find this so basically i did an imitation of that where it was chris's head taking the place of the love interest's Mm -hmm. head looking kind of surly and disappointed and then david smoking a cigarette like flying on a windjammer disc
0: um shit, I, I, totally, I totally see it now like i remember the poster you're talking about yeah. and i've never seen the thrashing poster before so now i totally get it <clears throat>
1: but it just made me laugh a lot yeah what what i wish i could remember the phrase that was on that poster because it was i, can, I very, can very 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 denigrating towards you and david
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. probably something something totally drunk or something like that right, because yeah. that would be super appropriate for us at the time right um but i Thrashing a movie that it would come on sometimes on the weekends when I was at my grandmother's and I would catch 15-20 minutes of it um, and I always thought it was much cooler than it actually ended up being so maybe I should have just left it in the past. Um, but yeah, so that's thrash So then, uh, Chris had sent and Chris Heil, again, a listener of the podcast has sent uh, this Chris an email kind of talking about like how he um what he was hoping to hear in the skateboarding episode um so one of the things that he said he didn't want was a monkey on a skateboard mm-hmm. so randomly scrolling through uh to the other day i found a movie called mvp2 which stands for most vertical primate and i said fuck it i'm just gonna watch this movie um just to round out this trilogy of skateboarding movies so that i cover a worthwhile movie a cheesy 80s movie and absolute garbage (laughs) um so the premise of mvp2 is that this monkey it's a a monkey doing people things oh it is a monkey doing people things so Uh this also is a throwback to you know previous episode um i've already forgotten the name of that movie uh it was with, ed with matt leBlanc
0: it was ed 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 is the name of that movie
1: so in this film and film is very loosely uh very loosely used here uh there's no one worth talking about in this movie um with the exception of the fact that um Bob Bernquist if you're familiar um has a cameo he's a professional skateboarder Richard Carnes in this movie? Come on. Yeah, Ollie Plant. I forgot. That's a it's 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 a really sad role. So there's this fucking ape named Jack, and Jack gets drafted by the Seattle Simeons professional hockey team with their final pick in the ZHL draft. So jack goes to seattle basically it's ed the first like 20 minutes of this movie are just ed Mm -hmm. and it's just jack goes to play hockey nobody wants him there oh i'm not going to play with a monkey there's all these characters there's like the punk guy who's the goalie and then there's the the foreign guy who can't speak english good and then there's The pretty boy who's like the lead scorer and he's like i'm not ever going to play on the ice when a monkey's on the ice but then literally like three minutes into the into that plot he's like oh i love jack we're going to play together so then he's out on the ice and they're scoring all these goals and they're winning games so they only apparently have one rival who's the carjackers the detroit carjackers i think okay and their coach is like hmm we got to get rid of this monkey if we're going to win the championship. So they rip up a glove, like a, a hockey glove, and they pour ketchup on it. And then they have this convoluted scheme where their goon basically falls on top of Jack and then pulls the net, the hockey net over him. And then stands and's like, oh, he bit me. And it's like, obviously, ketchup, because they, uh-huh. they have a squirt bottle of ketchup. Uh-huh. And they're like, what are we going to do about this, Jack? like can't can't have monkey biting people so (laughs) jack's like fuck it and leaves so he gets dressed in his human clothes because he wears human clothes and he just runs away so subplot and like what ties together into the most vertical primate portion of this movie there's a homeless kid who's run away from foster care that's a skater that makes a living by selling by putting up posters for this skeezy dude um i don't even know what he does but he's like a promoter or something his name is like mr hold on fucking uh shit Dude, they don't even have this guy's name in the movie yeah moment. i
0: don't see a mr on the cast list here. he's
1: like mr rajim but he's got a scottish accent hmm And it it looks like he's played by James Khan, but I know it's not James Khan, but I swear to God, it was James Khan. So there's a a child welfare agent looking for for Ben. Ben is the kid's name Um, because Ben has run away from foster care. And then there's a cop that keeps seeing Ben and is like, hey, shouldn't you be in school? And Ben's like, nah, dude, I just moved here from Alaska. School doesn't start till next week. Peace. And then he just skates away so ben has created ben has found this abandoned like community pool that has a pool house and he's turned it into his own private like, apartment basically Mm -hmm. so then jack happens upon this place and they befriend each other kind of because jack's sleeping in the lifeguard stand and ben's like hey let me teach you how to skate so then Jack teaches this monkey how to, how to skateboard. So Jack and the monkey are doing tricks and, you know, like, um, Ollie's and like, they're doing like grinds and stuff. And there's Ollie plant. Who's, you know, I mean, that's a, it's real clever, like skateboard pun right there. Mm-hmm. Um, who runs the skate shop and takes pity on Ben. Played by your. Whatever fucking that guy's name is, Jack Carn, Richard Carn, um, Al Al Borland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like Al Borland here. I'm sure. So this, you know, what he reminds me reminds me of our friend Wesley. Like that's what he looks mm. like. Like same facial hair, same haircut. Mm-hmm. Wears like the same. He has like a I can see that. Like a a plaid shirt on with like jorts. Um, Arrested Development, hundred percent. So, so he is always trying to give Ben, like, free shit. He's like, oh, hey, man, like, I'm just gonna throw this board away in the dumpster out back, wink, wink, and then Ben, like, goes and, like, steals a board out of the dumpster. So... Jesus Christ, this fucking movie. So... Ben decides... Ben gets convinced by Ollie that he should participate in this, like, big skate competition, where, again... I Me, mean, mind you, the prize is one thousand dollars. So well, apparently, how far are we into this movie? Uh, who knows? The time is a fucking flat circle. Like I swear to God, there's like no actual plot to this movie. It's just a series of things happening. So they go to the competition, and Ben is participating in the competition, and then it's his turn to go on the um, the half pipe. And he gets to the top, and he's like, oh, man, I'm scared. So then Jack grabs a skateboard and runs out of the audience and gets up on the halfpipe, too, and makes monkey faces and thumbs up. And then they do, like, a bunch of tricks on the halfpipe. And then Jack, like, bails, but Ben keeps going. And Ben wins the prize. So he wins $1,000, and he wins a sponsorship from Bob Bernquist. And they let Ollie adopt him on site. <laughs> Like, just on spec,
0: uh, like
1: at the competition, where he's like, Well, you want to come just live with me? I got plenty of room in my house. says so it's like creep ass, like old single man, uh-huh. just adopt this fucking like eight year old kid for no yeah. reason.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so then, in the meantime, Jack had a friend that was back at the monkey ranch, which is called L. Simeon or something, or Simeon Saturn. Okay. Fucking terrible. So that monkey goes to the hockey arena and they think it's Jack because they're all a bunch of racists like or speciesists, I guess they're speciesists. And so they think that this other monkey who looks nothing like Jack is Jack. So they let him put on hockey gear and he goes out, but he does not know what he's doing. And they're all like, oh my God, has Jack forgotten how to skate? We just got to keep him out here because he's going to score goals for us. Um so then after the skate skateboard competition they're like, yeah, everything worked out. And Ben's like, no, there's one more thing. Jack's got to get to the hockey game. So then, just like in Ed, they go to the hockey game, and Jack suits up and ends up scoring the winning goal that wins the championship. Jesus Christ. And then that's the end of MVP 2, most vertical primate.
0: How so, long was this movie? Hold on. Uh, 65 minutes, I don't know. <laughs> 87 minutes.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's not long. but none of these things all of these things are happening simultaneously almost and there's no real thread or like narrative it's just things happening one after another it's like and there's no antagonist like there's not a single person that at any point you know because like that's how you make a good kids movie is there's somebody that's trying to stop the kid from like succeeding and the kid bests them and then they end up getting humiliated but here everyone is all on board and they just want Ben to be happy and they want Jack to play in the hockey game. And that's it. Like, and all those things happen.
0: So that's MVP too. So just so you know, um, Brolin won more money technically because it's basically $2,600, $1,000 in today's money, where in 2001, that was a uh, $1,600 um so yeah somebody got gypped
1: well regardless each of them won a thousand dollars so i guess that's just the going price for winning a skate tournament no matter what area you're in yeah
0: do you know do you know about the guy that directed um directed this movie by any chance did you look him up
1: and most valuable primate too or most vertical primate too? yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. no i don't know anything about anything in this movie i can okay, not look so anything this... up
0: <laughs> so this guy is uh named oh i
1: forgot to mention that hold on oh. Yeah. So this is an Airbud production.
0: I just want to let you know. Right. 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 This is disturbing. Okay. Um, So it's very proud of of
1: announcing that at the beginning. It's like this big golden shield comes up on your screen and it says Airbud Productions. It doesn't say that, but that's you. I'm
0: I'm not surprised um, given like looking through the filmography here. So he starts off it seems like in some really kind of low rent movies that go straight to cinemax type showtime stuff back in the day um for example there's a richard grieco movie called tom tomcat dangerous desires that he was a producer on so he produces and he produces airbud years later and produces airbud 2 um at some point though he just says fuck it i'm gonna direct (laughs) and directs mvp one and then directs mvp two and then starts directing the airbud series but he doesn't stop there there's also apparently one called mxp most extreme primate Mm. But then there's Air Buddies and Snow Buddies and Space Buddies and Santa Buddies, which are hmm. all live action, part of the Air Bud franchise, apparently. And then the search for Santa Paul's, which is a Disney movie, like apparently released by hmm. Disney. All these events. Has the Air Bud series been picked up by Disney? It looks like at some point it all gets picked up by Disney um spooky buddies treasure buddies they're all disney now santa paul's two super buddies this dude is 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 the king is the king of the animal movie well then he may have a shot of being on the spin sugar again it's very possible the other interesting thing just looking at who created this mess is Alon Mustae, who is a screenwriter for this, um ended up eventually writing the F word, that Daniel Radcliffe movie from like okay. ten years ago or whatever, um that got some buzz, and is now a staff writer for This Is Us.
1: Well, I'm glad so, he was so. successful. Eventually.
0: I am um This is the kind of shit that I look up and I realize I'm doing it all wrong. Like all my life, I've been doing it all wrong. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was sitting at work today.
1: (laughs) And I was doing some fucking spreadsheet or something. I don't like doing some work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God damn it. Like, why am I sitting here doing this? Like of all the things I could be doing in life, it's this. Like, I can't find some way to use like any sort of modicum of talent I might have to do something else. right right like how much <laughs> do i really need to make a year i didn't got to be like a millionaire
0: right you know yeah yeah i, I, I mean i, I'm, I feel I'm,
1: you i'm comfortable but in the grand scheme of things i make a modest amount of money so that's all i need to do is make a modest amount of money and be able to live and do something
0: other than the shit i'm doing
1: and i couldn't write fucking mvp3 you know <laughs>
0: um so okay so uh, let me ask you this then i i want to hear your elevator pitch for mb mvp3 given the fact that apparently there's a it does not have a wikipedia page so i can't find out what it's about but there's an mxp movie where he goes extreme so i'm assuming that is uh, i i i can't i already imagine. i already
1: got it you ready here it is
0: okay give me the pitch
1: After playing 12 years in the ZHL and racking up all meaningful awards that he can win, Jack has decided to retire from professional hockey, Mm -hmm. but he isn't done with the game yet. So he takes a trip to a little known island in the Polynesian where there's a tribe of monkeys who have all grown up on a single TV that's powered by coconut juice watching extreme roller bleeding. and jack goes to this island to teach these monkeys how to skate so he can form the first all monkey version of the seattle Simeons and come back and win a championship as coach uh-huh
0: and would, would, you, and, would, you, would you would you gray up jack a little bit it's a monkey let's get another monkey so no no, no what I'm saying was you like get some
1: dye. Oh like, yeah, like, he like no no no, he he oh, you're right. He'd have a beard. He'd have yeah, a beard. Uh-huh. And he'd wear like a sports coat with um uh leather patches on the elbows mm-hmm. and smoke a pipe, but the pipe would only blow bubbles because you don't want to send a bad message. But he still wear shorts, right? Yeah, he's going to wear people clothes, but right. he's he's a civilized civilized MVP. Yeah. So Ben is now the the mogul of his own skateboarding empire and ben finances jack's trip but you can't have like the movie make any sense so the subplot is that there's this new young upstart homeless skater that ben's trying to take under his wing so you can give back to the community too in the same way and jack wins the zhl cup because they don't call it the stanley cup or whatever Um, with his team of all primates and one dude that's from like estonia um that has a really like pronounced beard and is always like checking the other team into the boards okay and then ben's protege wins the um I don't know what you call the X game version because you can't call it the X games. Maybe he kind of Disney owns it. That's fine. You call it the X games and mm-hmm. this kid wins and then they all celebrate by pumping their fists in the air. That's the whole movie. Okay. But the 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 crux of the movie is the going to this island in the Polynesian. So so is it like Bad News Bears kind of? Kind of because these you know these 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 simians they just want a rollerblade man like they don't want to be bothered with any like ice skating and jack is you know putting his palm against his head and he's all upset because he just wants them to be successful because he knows they can win um but there's no english dialogue because there's nothing but monkeys in this part right that would like i i would actually enjoy that movie
0: <laughs> so so is it all like is it like just noises is it dull like is it like subtitled like during the scene what what's going on yeah
1: man these guys are really good um i mean look this mvp2 is a terrible movie but that's a talented monkey like he gets his point across and you know the emotions that he's feeling when you look at him because he does things like if he's exasperated Mm -hmm. you know he takes both hands and he puts them over his eyes and then he puts them up in the air and then so like that whole scene is going to be just physical comedy from the monkeys yeah it's going to be amazing okay all physical comedy
0: you'll you'll love it and all right so so we need a name but a realistic name for an adult ben what is the most realistic name that you can think of
1: no his name is ben it's ben.
0: No, 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 no no i mean we we need a name as an actor like to try to like pit, like like, so no, it's, like,
1: it's that kid. You just
0: get that. Well, kid. You want to bring him back? Oh, yeah. This kid's never acted again.
1: I don't care. <laughs> this is his comeback. How much could it cost? Them? You want you know, to it be
0: it's... like a phantasm
1: Michael Baldwin thing? Yeah, man. This shit's, I mean, it wouldn't cost him anything. It's like practically free. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this?
0: Russell farrier No, that's not him. No, Scott Goodman is Ben.
1: Scott Goodman, yeah. Yeah, there you go okay what's he up to let's see external links mvp2 and imdb look at jack jack jack's wearing a leather jacket and t-shirt in the still from M from IMDb. from md it's amazing god bob burnquist gets second billing here oh my god the two the two primates get billing over where is this kid?
0: I found him. He is known for MVP 2 and MVP 2 behind the scenes. <laughs> that must have been on the DVD.
1: I gotta, I gotta get it off eBay now so I can
0: see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would love to know what Scott Goodman's up to right now. Um,
1: well, let's look him up. Let's find him. Let's get him I, on the podcast. <laughs> and let's pitch him this movie. And be like, Scott, like, you've got to know this dude. <laughs> it's very done- possible
0: Scott Goodman has more in common with the homeless dude that Ben is trying to help at this point in his life. Who knows?
1: I know. So he's, he's, got, he's got this experience now. <laughs> that he's lived his whole life where he can
0: he's going to deliver he's going to deliver the performance we want yeah, he's going to deliver the
1: goods man it's, it's going to all be right. it's going to be okay. great all right this is going to be like travolta and pulp fiction i'm telling you <laughs> like bringing this kid back it's just going to be amazing and it's mm. it's going to gross tens of thousands of dollars on direct-to-video
0: rentals or
1: they will right. just stream it on disney plus
0: right right um two million dollars is the budget for this movie frank people made people oh, jesus christ yeah so this is wrong. my point
1: like i have all these primate actors like and we treat them you know respectfully and humanely and give them top billing because he ain't gonna get nobody else in this movie that's worth a shit is richard Carn still alive we get him too that's a good I'm question. I'm sure he's not, I'm sure he's not doing anything. He's got to be. He's 66
0: yeah. years old and he is um <sighs> did a bunch of movies in the past few years. Um all right. So, <laughs> he's been in Amanda and the Fox where he played Judge Judge Weatherby. <laughs> None of these have Wikipedia links. Um then check in to christmas in a spelled i-n-n um is that a hallmark movie sounds like uh, they have to be uh horse camp <clears throat> see and a, then and then, a love and then. tale t-a-i-l it's amazing and then we piss, pitch a horse camp too <laughs> i said well we're getting to the richard karn business yeah <laughs> The Christmas dance, and then Carrie and Just Save the Universe, where he plays computer face. It's in post production right now.
1: Well, that means he's about to be free. So, right, right. So if there's any anyone with any connections to like even like a grip or like (laughs) a best boy or something, these are ideas, and I will write these movies, (laughs) and I'll work for scale, man. Like, you know, you don't got to pay me much.
0: I'll do like ten movies a year. I promise. Um, there is a TV show that he's on now called Assembly Required. Oh, my God. There is a movie. Or is a it TV about robots? Show. No. Oh. It's called Assembly Required. Home repair experts compete to rebuild and breathe new life into everyday heis- household items. And do you know who's hosting the fucking thing? I hope it's Tim Allen. It's all of them. It's Tim Allen, Richard Karn, and... The girl that was the um like, you know, like sex pot like that they would bring on stage and Tim Allen would go like or whatever, like his shtick was. I was hoping you were gonna say Jonathan Taylor Thomas. (laughs) April Wilkerson is her name. Mm. Um so yeah, just so look, just so you just so you understand, like, you know, um I mean you can look at the screen. Richard Carr compared to Tim Allen, Richard Carr looked pretty good at sixty six. Yeah,
1: well, I would never work with Tim Allen. <laughs> that's you gotta have some. You gotta have some. Gotta draw sandwich. the line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tim Allen is. I think Tim Allen is the genesis point for the downfall of this country. <clears throat> that's just the loaded statement that I am going to leave here for you. All right, but I believe that to be true. I, I think that everything bad that's happened in America. Stems from like one episode of Home Improvement.
0: I, I, at this point, who knows? Like, I, I mean,
1: did. take your pick, it could be anyone,
0: right? As, as all like the different timelines like collapse on each other, who knows? Could be. <clears throat> um, all right. Well, that was enjoyable. Like, so yeah, I, I like that, uh, gimmick that, uh, that that, that you pulled off there of of the good movie and the cheesy movie and the the good the bad and the primate Hmm.
1: all right you want to spin you don't want to give me a you don't want me to give you a chagrin score
0: oh yes sorry uh i'm gonna give it it. hollywood Oh. oh can i can i predict the mvp score
1: yeah that's fine six oh no no sir that motherfucker's like an eight really i don't think i sold it well
0: enough it, <laughs> didn't. it, it sounded no it, it, it sounded like you enjoyed how bad it was to some degree
1: i think that i've been conditioned now to just be able to watch movies like that mm-hmm. without any real like feeling in my soul <laughs> like but it's 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 a very very bad movie buddy it's bad
0: wow, like thrashing
1: the- thrashing's like a five you know what i mean thrashing's good harmless 80s fun north hollywood's like a two i mean that's a legitimately good movie fucking and, and, and mvp2 most vertical primate he's a skateboarder for no he's assisting a homeless kid to be homeless for no reason and they just learn to skate together and this monkey this monkey is like an amazing skater that's why I think we could build a whole franchise, and I know that there's already a franchise. We <laughs> could build a whole nother franchise. Uh-huh. I really want to direct MVP three. I just want to write it, write, write, and produce. I don't need to direct. I got no ego, like you know, I can I can let somebody else take my take my vision and put it on the screen.
0: <clears throat> Again, it's like the fucking fucking get shorty, man. Because as soon as you said that, all I thought of was about, like, not feeling one way or the other about it is that fucking Chili Palmer line, man, of, it's like, when he tells DeVito, it's like, you know, what I'm thinking is, you're mine, I fucking own you, but what I'm not doing is feeling one way or the other about it. It's like, that movie... That's how I feel about MVP3. Right,
1: right. Yeah. right. But I'm down, you know. (laughs) Richard Karn hit us up. Hollywood... Hollywood, come calling! All right.
0: So, what were you going to say about North Hollywood? Were you going to give a a score on that? I give it a two. A two. Okay.
1: Yeah, North Hollywood is a good movie. And what
0: is Thrashing? It's a five. Okay. It's it's, the- it's 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 harmless eighties,
1: you know, enjoyable fluff. And then, most vertical primate two is an eight.
0: Oh yes. Okay. Oh yes. Right.
1: Okay.
0: It is. Um. You didn't sell it as an eight. I'll just say that
1: i didn't think it was a movie i was gonna to have to give a score to <laughs> i'd have done a much better job if that was the primary movie but we were specifically asked to please not make it a a monkey riding a skateboard right. so right. Um, officially officially the episode then we, is and and then, and then,
0: then, then we gaslight by like um turning into five minutes on richard karn <clears throat> we're just trying to be successful here
1: i mean seriously i don't want to really that's what we're trying to do (laughs) no well we're not doing a very good job of it but i mean isn't that ultimately the goal like that someday just through dumb luck like we're elevated out of this position and doing something enjoyable with our lives instead of what we're doing now
0: yeah it's gonna be the day that like i finally like email alan Alda's people and we get alan Alda on the podcast and we talk about that movie Alan Alda will talk to us about what I, I don't even remember the name of the movie now. What's the name of the movie? The Mephisto Waltz. Mephisto Waltz. I, you think I remember it? Um, it's a good movie. You enjoyed it? it? I did. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm saying though that it's, it's like my prime example of like where we could just probably, like shoot ourselves up to a higher <laughs> echelon with one email, but it's like we'll send it I can't, I can't talk to alan alda look i can talk to anybody it's fine <laughs> you alan don't want to talk to anybody you would not want to talk to alan alda if i got alan Alda on this podcast
1: what am i gonna say i like mash
0: you don't you don't like I, mash i do too
1: really Come yes on. mash is one of my favorite childhood television shows I did not understand it. I had no idea what was going on, but I liked watching. Oh, this it when is going to be a kid. great interview. <laughs> I don't have to qualify anything. I just have to fluff them up, like all the baby aces and mash, thirty rock best performance. Let's talk some Mephisto waltz.
0: Oh, uh, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like I loved I, you,
1: I, loved you in Slums of Beverly Hills. Oh wait, Alan Arkin. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. already killing it we <laughs> <laughs> you got any good jamie farr stories yeah let's hear about <laughs> jamie
1: farr old hot lips oh wait that's not jamie farr not... oh fuck what's what's jamie <laughs> that's, farr's name that's
0: loretta <laughs> yeah
1: loretta Swit. what's jamie farr's name it's um that's clinger. <laughs> clinger clinger right all i can think all i can think is hot lips and radar I don't even remember alan alda's name in Mash. Hawkeye, is that
0: right? It is. Hawkeye Pierce, yeah. Yeah.
1: I had um, Mash toys, man. I had the three <laughs> and three quarter inch G.I. Joe style mash toys.
0: Oh man. Oh mash. That is a that is a we're the we are the last bum, generation, bum, you know, bum, that bum, knows bum, anything bum. about MASH, right? Bum bum
1: bum 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 bum. bum, 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 bum. Right, that's we're, we're we're
0: we're we're the end of mash as any kind of like cultural talking point, our generation and we're using it as a punchline. Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it'll just be me and your wife that ever know anything about mash. She she has that fucking DVD box set, man.
0: Always just staring at me.
1: Um, um yeah, let's hit this wheel. All right.
0: Let's do this. Share
1: screen. Share that.
0: How many people, real quick, before I spin this thing, um, how many people still ask you at your job, are you seeing the screen? When they try to share a screen
1: during a meeting. Oh, my God. It's every single time. Yeah. There's no way to not say it right because people are so inept at technology on the yeah. other end that it's quite possible that they're not seeing your screen right right And if you have to share a screen what's the point if they can't see it
0: right like I, mm. yeah like it, it's really frustrating two years in the shit that people are still like yeah, can, can, can you can you can you see what i'm sharing like because
1: people don't even know how to share it. Because right. uh, we we use Teams, which is a little different than Zoom, yeah. but you have three options with Teams. You have share my entire screen, right? Share this one window, or right. share this specific
0: whatever. Yeah, it's and, easy. And Zoom just shows all the windows, like but it, but it's like it's the same shit. It doesn't change really. Like people just don't understand any of it. It's awful. All right. Road trip gone awry. Mm. I got it. Category is road trip gone awry. What? RV2?
1: No, I'm not watching that movie.
0: <laughs> Have don't... you seen RV?
1: Yes. Don't jo- don't make Jojo's in it. I don't I I got I gotta marinate it on it for a day. <laughs> I actually already have an idea um of a movie that I saw and put on my watch list as a possible spin chagrin, not knowing that this was a possible spin chagrin. So
0: on. Oh, not know you this is your category, motherfucker. I don't remember that shit. That was like <laughs>
1: six months ago I made those things up.
0: It was what is this? Episode fifteen. Um it was like Eighteen weeks ago, come on.
1: Well, eighteen weeks is almost five months, so I'm not too far off. And you don't know how far before I sent them to you that I was like writing them down.
0: Oh, you were holding I, back on the spinach. Yogurt. No,
1: it was like literally like thirty <laughs> minutes after I finished writing the last one that I sent it to you, and maybe not even. Might have been thirty seconds.
0: I could see it on my screen. You you almost got something to do with mountains. Oh. Uh-huh but then it just clicked over like wheel of fortune and it was like nope road road trip gone awry could be the eager section but i've already seen it this fucking stink bug just like crawling across my screen right here it's like right above your head on the screen fucking stink bugs
1: i mean i don't see it on either thing because I can't see your screen i see. Oh right, you, just, it would,
0: you would only see it if it was in front of the webcam Oh, I didn't realize you couldn't see my head at all My bad Nobody can ever see your head on Zoom Frank, it's like you're always like you're like um Earl Hinman and um, uh, fuck, what is the name of that? Home Improvement Um uh, Whatever his name was The Neighbor Al no, that's who we just talked about. <laughs> the clinger. Nope, not that either.
1: That was clinger, though. I said hot lips.
0: I knew it was the, you know. Um, yeah, well, shit. What is his name? We're getting ready to talk about Earl Hinman this week, just a little bit. Early, um, early, early Earl Hinman role um coming up on the primary podcast uh true good movie yeah <clears throat> all right so that's i guess our until coming of age movies that's our that's our skateboarding episode huh it's only one skateboarding movie and it's an amazing movie what why what, what are you getting defensive about there i i was i was just saying this is our skateboarding episode right like and then you're we're going to talk about mid 90s someday.
1: Oh, this is our skateboarding episode. Yeah. I thought
0: you were implying
1: that the coming of age episode was just going to be skateboarding movies, which, <laughs> Do you know, I, no, I want
0: know. I'm not doing a coming of age skateboarding episode. <laughs> you
1: would, you would never, you would never know. You
0: never know. That's 20, that's 2032. Um, at that point. <laughs>
1: One of our best friends is an avid skateboard aficionado. Sure. Just embrace it, you know? Other people have interests. I'm
0: not, I, I'm not hating.
1: I'm not hating, baby. <laughs> I'm not hating. <laughs>
0: All right. This uh, is no. going far enough. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Check us out this, this is- Friday, Saturday. Um, top five paranoid thrillers really good list um frank's created looking forward to it and then we'll be back next week with a spin chagrin 16 road trip gone awry have a good week deuces